live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 713 Wisconsin's Morning News. Meyer Festival Park going to get some extra use as we transition from summer to fall. Good idea, right? We have this beautiful spot on the lake. Got to get more use out of the what we call the Summerfest grounds. Agreed. Right? So... Milwaukee World Festival announcing plans for weekend beer and cocktail garden. They have live music, free parking, centered around the area of the Northwestern Mutual Community Park. That's about the Midgate area, right, of the grounds when you walk yeah, in. Yeah, that community park is gorgeous now. And they're trying to find ways to, I hate this phrase because it's like so overused now, activate the space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? But they're trying to find ways to make use of this mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. than just the run of Summerfest and some of the other ethnic festivals. So what Summerfest wrote, or Milwaukee World Festival, the area will be family-friendly, including four-legged friends. Ooh, good key. Drop that dog right there. Have that ready. Well, shoot. I, I didn't. I didn't know that was coming. There we go. We'll feature live acoustic music, draft cocktails, domestic and craft beer, outdoor games, plenty of seating at picnic tables. We open select Fridays and Saturdays in September starting this weekend. Free convenient parking available on a first come, first serve basis. So they're going to serve up some stuff to do. Looks like the hours are 3 to 8 p.m. with the live music somewhere in the neighborhood of 5 to 7.30 on a number of the dates. They have a pet fest that's September 23rd. 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., so that's longer hours there. Okay. But just, I, I like that idea. We This is a community investment, and if you only go down there but for two, three times for Irish Fest and two or three times Summerfest, what, whatever it is that you're mm-hmm, doing, mm-hmm. Um, great to open that up Absolutely. and then have access to the lake and that Gorgeous valuable space. Area, right along the lakefront there. And there what we go. desperately need is another place to drink outside. We just don't have enough of those places. As many as you can. 714 Sports is sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. So, so far, more than 4 million people have enrolled in the White House's new repayment plan for student loans. It's called SAVE which promises to lower monthly bills as student loan payments are set to resume now in October. You may recall that we've had this years-long pandemic-related pause to the student loan repayment. It's all going to kick back up here in October. Not only did you not have to pay on your loan, but also interest would not accumulate for those Mm -hmm. three years. So it's returning now in October. It'll be kind of a variety. Not everyone is right away on October 1 having to repay. So they launched this save. It's called Saving on a Valuable Education Plan. It's available to most people with federal student loans. I spoke with Nick Hillman. He's a professor in educational leadership at UW-Madison. He discussed it a bit. It reduces monthly loan payments for eligible borrowers. Typically, if you are earning uh, $15 an hour, your monthly loan payment could be as low as $0. And so it's going to really uh, help a lot of people make their payments, and that's going to go into effect now. And in a, over the next year, they're going to make some other fixes to the program to make it easier to opt into and to stay into the SAVE program. So the majority of people who are enrolled in SAVE were also part of a different repayment plan, a revised pay-as-you-earn. It's called Repay. So they're already involved in that. Now they're part of this SAVE plan. One of the things that I asked uh, Hillman about was, okay, you know, there's that aspect. We're trying you're trying to repay your student loans, and there's struggles there, obviously. And there's obviously some political back and forth on this too. But okay, so what are the universities doing, if anything? Like what strategies are in place for them as far as these tuition costs and whatnot? And he said that other than like offering more grants and scholarships, schools are fairly strapped too. So it's not like they're just going to be cutting 
all of this uh, tuition for folks. He said a lot of the loans, too, that you get or that a student gets aren't even for tuition alone. When a student gets a loan, um, not all of it goes to tuition. And so the institution doesn't always see all of that money. Uh, what I mean by this is that um, about 40% of the total cost of attendance is for tuition, and the other 60% across the nation is typically for non-tuition expenses, including room and board and transportation and childcare and all sorts of other things that just, you know, it takes to be able to stay enrolled in college. And so colleges don't see dollar for dollar every single loan that gets dispersed. They don't see that in revenue. Um, but they do see maybe 40 cents on the dollar. So right now there is some discussion in uh, Washington about what can be done about this. Obviously, there's some back and forth on whether or not the White House plan with save is going to even work or, or stay in place. Uh, I think a lot of people could get behind that as long as you're paying it back. If you want to make it easier for people to sure. pay back the money that they borrowed, that they owe, I'm 100 percent behind that. Find a way to do it. The, you know, the debate was over whether we, not, we just want to erase that. Well, and one of the other things that you're going to see more and more of, and we're already starting to see this, is entry-level jobs are going to start offering student loan repayments. And like those types of jobs have doubled since 2019. So there are more and more jobs now, entry-level jobs, where they're saying, hey, we'll help with this. We'll take care of some of those student oh, like loans as a, for as you. Po- like as, yeah. as opposed to a signing bonus. Correct. Okay, what's your student loans? We'll, we'll take mm-hmm. care of that for yeah. you, but you have to work for us for X number of years or whatever. Mm-hmm. As a way to entice, perhaps. Well, news about your money this morning. WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average was off nearly 200 points in trading on Tuesday. Closed at 34,642. The NASDAQ down about 11 points to 14,021. And the S&P 500 at 4,497. That was off nearly 20 points. Get on track with investment and retirement planning. Visit AnnexWealth.com. Click on the Get Started button today. Sub 42, Wisconsin's Morning News. we got Jeff Levering coming up on Brewers 360. You know, we got to ask him. got to ask him about these bugs. So I guess I was listening last night because I was grilling. So I had the game on. So I was listening to Lane and Mauer. Yeah. And I don't think they... I, I, mi- I missed the bug conversation. They went into a lot of conversation about apparently all these bugs that are invading Pittsburgh. These are very large, I guess, moth-like flying creatures. Wait, can you stop They it? have spots on their back. <laughs> hey, they have red wings when they open up. <laughs> yes. Let's start with moth-like flying creatures. <laughs> well, yeah. I so guess. You know exactly right? what he's talking about, right? I do. First pitch to Monasterio is in there for a strike. It's 0-1, and they are literally everywhere in this city, so much so that if you walk, you'll hear crunches, and I'm not exaggerating because they're all over the sidewalks. They're all over the side of the buildings. It's an invasive species, as you can imagine. The hotel that we're staying at had a shop vac vacuuming the sidewalks today (laughs) because these bugs are so prevalent, and they're big, and they will land on you, and they will hitchhike. (laughs) <laughs> Without you knowing that they're on your shoulder, one one to Monasterio's up. But oh, by the way, the game's still going on. It's been quite a topic for everybody in the clubhouse, during batting practice on the field, or just anybody that's here for this series. Is these spotted lantern bugs? That sounds like a tavern in Wisconsin, the spotted lantern. But it's a invasive species here in Pennsylvania, and they're everywhere. 
I think there were millions of them. I'm, I'm not sure I'm exaggerating. Yeah, I, I, think I think thousands think right. would be too low. I think you're right. There is somebody in Pittsburgh that swallowed one oh. at some point over the last few days. <laughs> Thanks, Lane. I can promise you that. Not because uh, they wanted to, though. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's a that's an issue right now. Although I didn't notice it at the game, per se, but apparently they're everywhere else. Spotted Lantern. You know where that is? Where is it? Crivets. It's up near Crivets. <laughs> Brittner Crivets, 744. Brewers 360 next. Brewers 360 sponsored by Holiday Automotive and Brewers play-by-play man Jeff Levering is our guest. So you had TV last night, Level. Eric and I were just talking about uh, Lane on the radio call yesterday. He and Maurer were talking about these moths that are apparently invading the greater Pittsburgh area. Uh, yeah, the spotted lantern flies. Uh, we've been talking about it in the last couple of days. I'm surprised Lane even talked about him since he's terrified of all things that fly. Uh, <laughs> it sounded like it. It was an extensive recitation of what people were battling through. I mean, it went through several yeah. at-bats, I think. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that tracks well. Uh, I will say that, that uh, they have had people on the streets with vacuums just kind of sucking these things up. Uh, they're all over the place. It is pretty crazy. I've been coming here for nine years. I've never seen anything like this. And apparently, they've only been in Pennsylvania for the last, I don't know, 67 years. But this is the worst anybody had ever seen these spotted lantern flies, ever. It's crazy. They're only here in Pennsylvania. Folks are texting in today in the Old National Bank talk and text line, likening it to the emerald ash borer on steroids. Yeah, decimating crops and trees. Yeah, it's, I'm well, not making light of it. It's a bad thing out there. Yeah, it, it is not. It's not good. Uh, I guess the, the EPA is telling you to stomp them, squish them, swat them, however you can do it. Just become a mass murderer of these spotted lantern flies. That's what they're asking for. Uh, but they're they're not good. They don't have any predators. And so we we were talking last night on the TV broadcast about potentially inventor or introducing some new species that likes to eat these things that you can eradicate it, but then that creates its own ball of wax. So I'm going to feed we'll figure on that it. out. <laughs> I'm going to feed on it. I'm going to feed on it. <laughs> hey, Jeff, hey, have you noticed that? So we've been talking about uh, Camp Randall's been in the news uh, this week because of the game on Saturday, and there's some consternation about whether or not stadium operations are trying too hard to get fans worked up. To get fans into the games. They've been having conversations about this at Lambeau Field the last few years. Camp Randall had an issue where people were complaining the music was too loud and they were trying too hard. Have you noticed that in, in your, your games, whether it's football or the baseball season, are, are you noticing a change in what stadium operations are trying to do from stadium to stadium? Yeah, I think so. I think that, that the majority of places, the fan base kind of knows when to get up and get rowdy. Um, or when, when a moment calls for the crowd to get into a game. Um, there are some places do try a little bit too hard. There, there are a lot of places, especially in big league ballparks, where it essentially just turns into a nightclub. Uh, you do dance parties and all that stuff. I know the Brewers have been doing it. It's been fun and people are excited about it. Uh, but other, other places take it to a new level, like Miami, where we going go in a couple of weeks. Um, it's essentially a nightclub for, for nine innings. And, and you walk out of there and your head can spin in 17 different directions. Uh, I think there's a time and a place for that. I think that uh, if, you're, if you're a fan base that, that kind of struggles to get into the moment, I think that's, that's kind of a, a good thing to do for stadiums. But I, I don't think Camp Randall really struggles with that. Um, you just got to get as many fans in there, get as rowdy as possible, and make that place shake. 
Level, where are you? Like, it's a, it's a tough connection today. It sounds like, are you swimming the Allegheny to get there today, or what's happening? Yeah, I'm pretty close. I mean, I'm in, I'm in the buildings of Pittsburgh, so maybe that's what it is. How do we sound okay right now? No, you're you're okay. I just, of... okay. <laughs> just want to make sure yeah, you're no, right. I'm doing, I, Yeah, no, I'm doing fine. Yeah, I wanted to do a little deep sea diving in the Ohio, but uh, the Allegheny is the only one available today. Right, well, hang in there and report back to us on your uh, moth collection or efforts there <laughs> right. to help the people of Pennsylvania defeat this invasive species. Yeah, you got it. I'll send you a picture of my windowsill. It'll, it'll really set the tone nicely. Nice. Oh, actually, please do, and people are going to want to yeah. see that. So we're gonna, we'll find yeah. a way to post that so everybody can see it. Send it in. Yeah. yeah, you got it, buddy. Have a good one, guys. All right. Good call today. Afternoon baseball for the Brewers at Pittsburgh today. There is somebody in Pittsburgh that swallowed one at some point over the last few days. Idea man. You go somewhere where you don't know and you don't really study much. Just kind of assume that everything is smaller. And then you realize the distance is the same here as it is in the U.S. Even though it's metric and everything else. Innovative. Sometimes ignorance is bliss. And in this case, I don't know if I'd say it was bliss, but I was definitely ignorant. And Packers Hall of Famer. (laughs) You just made the open for tomorrow. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Tauscher, I want to give you a heads up for trivia tomorrow because uh, Eric's out, so we'll have Michelle Richards in. So I don't know if that changes your prep at all or anything you want to do to get ready for tomorrow's Uh, segment. No, it will. I think I always do a thorough uh, scouting report on everything, and I try to get inside of Brandon's head. matter of fact, what's nice is now with Brandon producing, uh, I... I try to pick at him a little bit, throw some ideas at him to kind of get an idea of maybe which direction he's heading from a uh, from a trivia standpoint. So I'll uh, I'll take that under advisement. And I'm going to come in strong tomorrow. Good. I wanted I wanted to make sure that the the field was level. That you had all the information that I have. So I okay. thought I'd offer that's that fair. to you. You know yeah. what? That's admirable and fair. Uh, so I don't know, <laughs> fellas. I'm not sure what you had in mind today, but on Wildy and Tausch today, we're doing our boldathon. Every year we do a bold. Packer prediction on what we think is going to happen. It doesn't can be positive, it can be negative, it can be team related, it can be player related. Have you guys thought about it? And do you have anything for have anything for us uh, on this segment this morning that is bold and it's big? Dang, that is hey, that's a great segment. First of all, because it really gets you thinking about what go out, go reach for something and don't just say something stupid. Yeah, no, you have to put your name on it. And then (laughs) we look back at it, and it all stems from Rob Domofsky, who covers uh, the Packers for ESPN.com. And he made a bold statement that wasn't bold at all, and we crushed him on it. (laughs) So now every time he he does it, he thinks of us, and he is the headliner of our Boldathon. I'm not sure what time he's on today, but – so, and this is probably the year where I think it's most – there's just – you could literally say anything. And it could be bold because we just have so many unknowns. You are so right. We were talking about that earlier today. I have no idea how to gauge Sunday. No no feeling for that game at all. Eric, and you know what? Nobody does. I think even if you ask LaFleur, you could say, we're going to end up 6-11. and He'd say, I understand that. You could say, we're going to end up 11-6. and He'd be like, yep. I just think that there's so much uncertainty about everything that's going on, and it's going to be fascinating uh, to see what happens down because I legitimately think whenever you have a young team and a quarterback that's unproven, there's still a little bit of doubt, even though guys will say there's not. 
And that's why getting off to a fast start this year is even more important. And I think that's why we saw these guys play a little bit more in the preseason because I think everybody understands that. Is this bold enough for you? I do truly think the Packers are going to make the playoffs this year. Um, it's bold. I'd say that's Luke bold. Yeah, yeah, it's Luke bold. It's, like, <laughs> it's not crazy. I would, I would expect a little bit more, but no, I, listen, when you look at Vegas's odds, and I think if you start looking at most of the pundits that are, are picking things, I've seen some that have picked Green Bay to win the division, but for the most part, they're not in the playoff hunt as far as, you know, the national media goes. So I think it's bold to say that they're going to make the playoffs. It's not the boldest, and I think we'd probably give you a little bit of grief, but it's it's bold. Uh, Bill said you got anything? I'll Except say, minor minor grief. Jordan Love, 3,000 yards. I mean, there's 17 games. What does that average? <laughs> uh, Stuck doing math on that. This is remember, a, is that good? Or? Exactly yeah, that's Luke Bold also? <laughs> this is, that's worse than Luke Bold. That's, uh, <laughs> that's like... Uh, you know, gazpacho cold. Uh, cold I, soup. So, yeah, maybe we'll head. You know what? I'll give you guys a day to think on it. Yeah. <laughs> Up your bold ante. Although, yeah, uh, we'll that's one simmer for a little bit. All right, trivia tomorrow, Tausch. Thanks, man. Right, see you guys. 7.59 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Business headlines are up next. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Rich Kirchin.